Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Monday, January the 3rd. And wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, I wish you God's grace and God's life. And today, as we celebrate this new year, God's new life, that newness uh, within you. Happy New Year to all of you. I hope you had a wonderful weekend and were able to celebrate this uh, this turning, this passage, uh, this step from one into the next. Uh, okay, so this last weekend, we celebrated the Feast of Epiphany. So today, we're going to uh, be reading a gospel that's kind of jumping ahead. I'll explain a little bit of that on the other side of the gospel reading. But if you would like to read along with, it is Matthew chapter 4, verses 12 to 17, and then we'll jump ahead to verses 23 to 25. So Matthew 4, 12 to 17, 23 to 25. So let's break open God's word together today, shall we? A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew to Galilee. He left Nazareth and went to live in Capernaum by the sea, in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali, that what had been said through Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled. Land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, the way to the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, The people who sit in darkness have seen a great light. On those dwelling in a land overshadowed by death, light has arisen. From that time on, Jesus began to preach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He went went around all of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and curing every disease and illness among the people. His fame spread to all of Syria, and they brought to him all who were sick with various diseases and racked with pain, those who were possessed, lunatics and paralytics, and he cured them. And great crowds from Galilee, the Decapolis, Jerusalem and Judea, and from beyond the Jordan followed him. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So let's set the seasonal stage, if we, if we can, here at this point. Um, for years growing up, I was under the understanding, and I don't want to project this onto you, but I was under the understanding that when we have celebrated the Feast of Epiphany within the church, uh, that was the end of the Christmas season. And that is not the case, if you are under that understanding. The Christmas season goes until the Feast of the Baptism of the Lord. And we will celebrate that next Sunday. And so while we are out of the octave, those eight days from December 25th to January 1st, that was the holy day, we celebrated Saturday, the Feast of Mary, the Mother of God, right? Those eight days, those are seen, they are so special, they are like Christmas Day for those eight days. We say Merry Christmas for those eight days. But the season continues and goes longer, and that Christmas season will go another week, so we can keep the poinsettias up, we can keep our Christmas trees up, we can continue to play Christmas carols, etc., all the way through next Sunday, 
and and frankly, you can keep your trees and lights up as long as you want. I, I'm, I'm not going to turn you in, but, um, but the season ends next Sunday at baptism of the Lord. Okay. So, but we're, we're seeing Jesus as a grown up here. That's the, the hard part is there's only so many infancy narratives that we can really listen to because they're only in Matthew and Luke, and we do most of them on uh, Christmas Day, and we kind of hear them again as we did last week and fan them out, um, and there's really nothing else to, to do. So what we're going to hear this week are gospel stories about the early ministry of Jesus. Now, the reason we skipped ahead, we're at Matthew chapter 4, kind of in the middle we skipped over Jesus' baptism. Jesus' baptism, we in, in Matthew 3, we hear about John the Baptist for the first time. And, uh, and then at the end of chapter 3, Jesus is baptized. And at the beginning of chapter 4, he goes out into the desert to figure out what this means. So because that feast day is coming up this week, we skip over it. We're like, hey, we'll get back to it at the end of this week. So we're kind of out of rhythm. We're kind of jumping ahead of the story. But that's okay, because Christmas, brothers and sisters, it, it leads us toward mission. If all we do is sit here and say, gosh, how wonderful that, that, that God came to the earth and we celebrate an event 2,000 years ago, I think that we're, we're, you know, while it is true and it is wonderful and we need to remember God's nearness to us, not only then but now, that that birthing, that birthing within us now leads to mission. And so it's okay that we're, we're jumping ahead here. It's What else are you going to do, huh? So that as a backdrop, let's just kind of talk a little bit about what's going down. So Jesus, of course, grew up in Nazareth, right? His first 30-ish years, give or take. That's uh, what tradition, capital T, would tell us. And um, lived in Nazareth with Joseph and Mary, until, of course, Joseph passed. We believe him to have been a carpenter. People refer to it later. Was he not the carpenter's son? You know, and so the, in that day and age, one station in life was kind of dictated by uh, what your parents did. And so it's very, very possible, even maybe likely, that Jesus learned that trade uh, under Joseph and, and spent those 30-ish years in Nazareth. But here we see a new beginning, right? He got baptized, and when he came out of the desert, he no longer lived in Nazareth. He left Nazareth and went to live in Capernaum by the sea. Again, think, those of you who are in Wisconsin, think Lake uh, Winnebago. It's kind of a long lake, thin. That's the Sea of Galilee is, uh, or the Sea of Tiberias. You'll hear it called both. And Capernaum is right at the south edge of it. So think Fond du Lac. That's where he went to live. But it was in the mountainous region of the mountains of Naphtali and Zebulun. Uh, remember that Judea, Israel, was divided up between the 12 tribes of Israel, actually 11, uh, and um, the, uh, the one, the Levi, the tribe of Levi, were the priests, and so they didn't have uh, any land. But they were all divided up, and... and Zebulun and Naphtali, those were two of the sons. And so those were two of the tribes that, that got that. So he's in the north and in those tribes. And that's what 
Isaiah is prophesying. He's saying, land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, those two of those 11 divisions that, you know, were divided up between the tribes of Israel when they took the land. Uh, the way to the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, uh, the people who sit in darkness, they're going to see light. Those dwelling in the land overshadowed by death, light has arisen. And it's foreshadowing this this placement of Christ firmly in their midst. That, that those places of death, uh, those places of darkness, those places of illness, right? Anything that is not whole, that the one who is whole uh, is going to be firmly planted in there and will see what light looks like. And people are attracted to the light, right? That's what we hear in this wonderful rest of that reading. People from all over, all over. Great crowds from Galilee, which is the region he lived in. So that's not a surprise. But the Decapolis, that's on the other side of the lake. Uh, Jerusalem, that's way down south. Judea, that's, you got to go through Samaria to get to Judea and to Jerusalem. And from beyond the Jordan, that's beyond the Jordan River. That's, that's the wilderness that they call it. That's Gentile territory. And, and it said his fame spread across Syria. That's Gentile territory. So I guess here's the two points I want to make. And just let us sit with them today. I mean, this is marvelous stuff. Marvelous stuff. Jesus, he, here's his word. He, he was going to the synagogues, right? And what did he, he preach? Jesus began to preach from that time on and say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now, again, I've said this a hundred times. I'm sorry that, that I, I think it just keeps coming back to main points. And, and I know for me, I need to, to remember because I forget all the time. But repent means turn around, think differently, look differently. Use, use your eyesight, use your, your, your hearing, use the way that we ponder the present moment that, that the kingdom of heaven is here and now. And yes, my friends, it was here and now because Jesus was present and he was fully the incarnate God walking around. There's no doubt about that. But by virtue of the incarnation, now these are Teilhard de Chardin's words, don't, don't blame me. By virtue of the incarnation, all things are sacred. That's what we celebrate in Christmas, right? That the, the Im, imbuing, the embedding of God into our world, in all of creation. And, and again, Telhard says it, by virtue of the incarnation, all things are sacred for those who have eyes to see. And that's what our God is inviting us to. He's saying, listen, my friends, repent, think differently, see differently, because God is present now, right here. Don't just wait till, till after we die. Don't just look for a prophet. Don't look for a holy woman or a man and then go see him because God will be there. No, he's saying God is present now. God is present now. And brothers and sisters, when we, I think, take that message to heart, that it, that it moves beyond our head, because I, I believe every one of us believe that, but when it, it moves down and we know it, and we know it on a level of our gut and of, of, our, of our heart, I think that's when you and I are a light in the darkness. And my friends, you know this as well as I do. 
There is as much darkness today as there was during the time of Jesus. And this world is in need of light. And as we said Friday, the light shined in the darkness and has not and cannot and will not overcome it. Brothers and sisters, this prophecy of Isaiah continues to be fulfilled today in you and I who walk in the light of Christ. Not, not on our own. I mean, goodness sakes, I've got no light to share. But only to the extent that I can say that I get out of the way, that allow that light to be shared or, 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 or be grown within me that I can share that. And, and people are attracted to the light. They will be attracted to you and I, not because of, of uh, whatever, you know, thing we think we're good and, and, and whatever that is. They're attracted to, to Christ because they're attracted to authenticity. They're attracted to goodness. They're attracted to truth. They know it. They know it when they see it. And brothers and sisters, I, again, I think the more we can see the incarnation and open ourselves to the incarnation now, the more we will be that light. And then what happens? People, people turn from darkness. Or, or that light is cast, and, and people, I, I think that healing begins to happen, whether it's emotional, mental, spiritual, social, even physical, if God deigns. But they become who they were meant to be, because they see us being who we are meant to be, and we become that model as well. And I think that's, my friends, how this healing process begins. I think that's a byproduct of it. We can't go out there and say, okay, I'm, who can I heal today? Uh, I can't heal anybody. But the more I allow Christ, the more I'm, I'm open to that, the kingdom of God being at hand now, the more I can open myself and allow that spirit to work in and through me, the more I can be part of that flow. I think I bring that with me and you bring that with you wherever you go to the ends of your worlds and mine. And those people who live in that darkness, they're going to see it and they're attracted to it and they'll come from anywhere, anywhere and everywhere. Jesus didn't matter to him. He just wanted people to be free and who they were and how God made them and, and fully. And so they could then again be conduits of that spirit of God too. I mean, because to know God is fully to know ourselves and be free than to live that out. I said there were two points there. Maybe there's one. Maybe there's four. I'll let you kind of deal with that. Um, but that's what I have for today, okay? So let's pray, my friends. We begin the sorrowful mysteries today. And so let us begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The first sorrowful mystery, the agony in the garden. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, bless you. Have a wonderful Monday. And God's peace to all of you.